This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. It is indeed 360biz. My name is Dabohuma Fordi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz. It's a beautiful day. And I saw something very interesting when I was coming in. And I thought to myself, you know what? The minute I got in and I saw Bulela and I said, no, 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 Bulela, I don't want to be talking about this until I talk about this on air. Because it's the most shocking thing. You know how, you know, my brother Bulela and me and him, we're always teasing each other week in, week out. And the most interesting thing happened. Yeah. I drive in and there's Bulela. And, okay, by the way, Bulela is born you. Congratulations, my brother. Ah. Yeah. But now that's not, that's not, <laughs> that's not what I saw. Yeah. You know, uh, what I saw is that behind your car, there's actually a jacket hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the suit, the suit jacket. The suit jacket hanging. So I've always, you know, Bulelan has always said, dude, you know, one day, dude, I'll put a jacket, I'll hang a jacket just like you. (laughs) And here am I, whenever I, when the minute I saw the jacket, I was so excited coming and I'm thinking that finally this brother is wearing a jacket, he's wearing a suit. The next thing I come here, this man is wearing tracksuit. Dude, what are you doing with a jacket you know, in your car when you're wearing tracksuits? Uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's the first step. <laughs> I look very intimidating because a lot of people think someone borrowed me the car. And it's pretty cool, though. I'm getting to the suit. I'm not a suit man. I'm not double ho. Hey, this guy dresses. Eh? <laughs> but I'm getting to that level. I'm happy to be here. Happy to see the beautiful ladies in the studio. Even the one on my left who bunks school, but it's okay. How, yeah, I'm how, used to school. I'm used to school coming no, out at five. No, no, back no. in the day, I can, I can, I can assure you. If ever she had banked school, she wouldn't be here. You sure? I promise you. I'm very strict. But when I'm used to school being I'm, out I'm, at five, six, <laughs> I'm, very, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. very strict when it comes to our kids, and definitely the issue of school. So yeah. if ever there was banking involved, you know what? Um, it's definitely one of the things that that um, I'm very strict on. And definitely, I don't, I don't take for granted. But anyway, let me take this opportunity to be welcoming my guest. Uh, I'm actually excited today. We talk about the importance of cultivating entrepreneurial skills uh, in our children. I mean, cultivating entrepreneurship in the young is vital. As children are born imaginative, energetic, and willing to take risk, but without entrepreneurial education, the enterprising spirit of children dramatically declines over time. It's almost non-existence by the time they graduate from high school. Joining me in studio with my boy Bulalani are these young entrepreneurs that are doing amazing things. Um, you know, within uh, the entrepreneurship space. I'm actually excited uh, that I'm going to be introducing them And you're going to be definitely hearing from them themselves If you want to join in on the discussion You can definitely get in touch with us Our studio line is 0861 Our Twitter handle is at cliffcentral.com We're on Facebook as well Our Facebook page is Cliff Central. We're on WeChat as well Our WeChat ID is um, Cliff Central. Let me take this opportunity to welcome my dear friend and guest who was here last week, um, who's telling us why is he here today. You know, my friend, how are you? I'm good. How are you? No, good. Thanks, man. Uh, do you want to uh, say hi to this nice? Tell us who you are and what are you doing here this week? Okay. My name is Busele Zomudimokale, and I'm here talking about kid entrepreneurship, which is my passion. I mean, the love of seeing young entrepreneurs rise up and doing their thing and embracing the talents that they have been given. Senior entrepreneurs? Kid entrepreneurship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. No, I was worried. Uh, this is my friend, Puseletso Madimakhole. That's the, the lady that uh, came at the end of the show last week. And interesting enough, I still want to bring her on. But today it's not about her. 
but it's about the entrepreneur that she's brought um, in studio. But you know what? I'll get to the entrepreneurs um, later. Maybe let me come. Um, you know what? Um, to 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 another guest. Um, that we actually have in studio. Um, this woman, I know of her, but I've never had the privilege of actually meeting her in person. But I know her bosses. In fact, you're supposed to have been my colleague. Do you know that? No, I don't. Tell me more. <laughs> um, come close to the mic. D- d- don't miss her. Oh, you were supposed to have been my colleague. In fact, I was supposed to have worked with you a couple of years back. But then um, I guess God had other plans. Who knew that today I'll be sitting um, on radio with you. Ladies and gentlemen, let me take this opportunity to welcome Fazlin Tovi, who's the communications manager for JASA, the uh, Junior Achiever South Africa. How are you, Fazlin? I'm good. How are you, Tivo? No, good, thanks. You're looking amazing, by the way. Thank you, thank you. No, Fazlin, as a communications manager, you know, of JASA, maybe let's start, um, you know what, um, say hi to our listeners first, tell us who you are, uh, what is it that you do? Hey everyone at Cliff Central, I'm finally on this side of the mic and not on the other side of the internet connection. I am a failed entrepreneur, failed thousands of times over and it's a badge I wear very proudly, which is why when I got the opportunity to work at JA South Africa, I took the opportunity um, with both hands and I ran with it because what we do as an organization, we're a global organization um, and nationally we run experiential programs in schools and in out-of-school environments. So we actually go into schools, teach learners the principles of entrepreneurship and actually get them to run a business. They make a profit. Some of them make a loss. The, the value in what we teach is the real the experiential nature of it, but also the real-life skills that they learn. So even if they make a, pro- a, a loss, and most of us call it failing, they know why they've made the loss. So they can go on... To they real know, life, they know why they've made a loss. They've made why. They know why. Okay. They know the principles. They know um, all of the the kind of stumbling blocks at ten years old or at fifteen years old. Oh. What normal entrepreneurs like myself don't learn until you failed too many times over. Then you become jaded and you don't want to go back. Hmm. So that's in a nutshell what we do nationally. Wow. Okay. Then how long have you guys been in existence? Thirty-seven years this year. Really? The global organization is 100 years old in three years' time. Mm-hmm. And nationally, in South Africa, we are 37 years old. Wow. No, you guys have been in existence um, in for long. And, and I mean, would you say you've benefited a lot of um, young entrepreneurs over the years? In excess of 400,000. So our target market is from what? cradle to grave. We start cradle, cradle to cradle grave. To okay, grave. Can, can you break that down for us? Mm-hmm. Well, and do you know what cradle to grave is, dude? I don't know what cradle okay. to grave is. Please explain. <laughs> Let me school you on entrepreneurial yes, please. cradle to grave. So we realize that you can't just enter a market and almost start teaching entrepreneurship skills training. So from the age of 10 years old, we go into private primary schools and we start teaching financial literacy skills we teach it in the classroom but we have um, worksheets that the learner goes back home and teaches their parents so it's a a comic or a game show or a board game and the parents have an opportunity to interact with the with financial literacy Mm -hmm. in 2010 we won an award for being the best financial literacy program globally in the in the Junior achievement world. Wow! So we go from ten years old in primary schools all the way to thirty-five years old to out of school, out of um, work youth who think I can't find a job. Um, life is just ending for me, and mm-hmm. we teach them entrepreneurial skills training in an incubation type process where they start a business or they come in with a business idea, and we help hone that skill. And we've seen immense success over the. Uh, we've reached in excess of four hundred thousand. 
people. Wow. So, but now, I mean, th- um, through the years, I mean, um, where are some of these young people or some of these entrepreneurs that you, you've tried to develop today? On boards. One of our board members is actually an alumna of our program. Really? Who? So it speaks to, Who? his name is Tembiso Shabalala. Okay. It speaks to us putting our money where our mouths are. Mm-hmm. Us being so confident in, in what we teach in the classroom. Stembiso has gone on to work at Standard Bank, really senior position at Standard Bank. Mm-hmm. But he wants to pay back and help learners like um, Tante Kuhle, who's here with us today, um, to, to really pay it forward, to teach that and instill that entrepreneurship skills training. Tabu Afetile is a very well-known um, social entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, who is a product of our program. He was on the program in about 2008 and ever since then has been our youth council chairperson. Wow. So we we have an alumni network that is run by the alumni of our programs, mm-hmm. and they really run off into whichever areas they work and really mm-hmm. provide opportunities for so, others. So now, if ever I had gotten the opportunity to work with you, I'd be, would I be sitting here as, an, as, as, as an alumni or what would Absolutely. I be? Absolutely. You still have a chance. You still have a chance. <laughs> we can find ways to, to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. No, but we'll definitely come back to you. Let me go back to Aspusaletso. Um, Aspusaletso, you you here with a young woman, uh, a young lady, uh, a girl, a princess. You're looking amazing, by the way, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, she 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 she's an entrepreneur. Um, she's your daughter. Um, and and I mean, like Fazlin said, we're gonna meet another um entrepreneur as well later on on the show. But tell me, I know you for many years, and you've been in the entrepreneurial space for, for the longest time as I've known you. But now, don't you think you're putting peer pressure on the poor child? You know? She looks so innocent. <laughs> she does. It makes I mean, business sense, though. <laughs> it makes business sense. She can sell anything to anyone. <laughs> the, beauty, the beauty of entrepreneurship, when it's an, a DNA, mm-hmm. it looks this beautiful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it's a DNA. Yes. When, when, it's when in it the runs in the blood. Okay. So she's a born entrepreneur. I don't have to even um, try to uh, teach much. I think it's a matter of sharpening the skill that is already there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've seen it being done. They've lived it. They've, they've witnessed their parents uh, uh, do the work. So it's a matter of them now taking it forward. Mm-hmm. So I think... This is something that we were born into myself as a young child. I started becoming an entrepreneur at a very early age. I grew up in the farm in, back in Lesotho where my grandparents used to actually sell the livestock. Uh, mm-hmm. We had some uh, fields that we used to plow for people. We had to sell mili mili. So everything, even milking the cow, my friend, I've been there. <laughs> so this has been something that I realized actually it's part of my lifestyle. It has never been seen as an entrepreneur aside from me. It was part of who I am. Mm. So f- taking it forward into my kids, I don't think I'm doing injustice. In fact, I've seen the beauty of it and how it has helped them shape and modify some of the characteristics that mm-hmm. they are now coming out to become. Uh, create people who are able to be decisive, able to um, make the decisions that are difficult and ab- able to even make plans uh, ahead where financial responsibilities are concerned. I mean, probably the poor child woman wants to be, wants to be a doctor, wants to be a nurse. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> look at her shaking her head, you know, but I mean, uh, for, for, for me, because you know how other people would say, um, I know for a fact. I mean, I've 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 got um, you know an eight year old, and and the mother was saying, "Dude, you're putting peer pressure on the child. You know, what if the child wants to be um, a rock star? 
You know, I said, I don't have a problem with the child being a rock star, but he needs to know that uh, him being a rock star, he needs to be getting into the industry to change the industry and run the industry, not to consume, you know, um, the industry. So it's something that, that, um, obviously other parents, um, they might not understand. So, I mean, what is the one thing, um, to you that would, that said to, you know what, uh, besides the age, besides them obviously knowing, what is it that they wanted to do then? You'll pursue or encourage them to go into entrepreneurship. You know, entrepreneurship is in everything. Whether you are a doctor, whether you are a nurse, whether you sell yourself, you negotiate, you all those skills that entrepreneurs have to to have, they're in that. So for me, I don't understand why. What is the difference of teaching the young skill, mm-hmm. those skills at a young age? As compared to them going into certain professionals, professions and then later we try to move them into entrepreneurship. That's why it's so difficult for people to grasp the beauty of entrepreneurship. But the moment you take it as is, as the ability to influence, ability to uh, make, you know, be innovative and be creative, mm-hmm. you will be that in every profession that you venture into. Mm-hmm. I am not foreseeing, or in fact, I, I, I can identify with the fact that some parents, when they see you doing it, they think you are applying yourself into your children. Yes. And they believe that now you are living your life through them. Mm-hmm. And Often it's how you mentor them into it because at the end of the day, you have to manage the expectations. You have to manage the, the way you are teaching them so that you do not break them or you going, you're not going to be like a tiger mom mm. who is always wanting perfection. You are, need to allow them to fail. You need to allow them to try things out and they, they need to come up with the decisions and they need to come up with solutions for some problems. Mm-hmm. And for us, those are the things that will help them in the future. Even when I am dead one day, I do believe that they will be able to still put food on the table without having hassles of getting a job. How many kids do you have? I have two. Two. And I understand both of them are entrepreneurs. Very much so. Hmm. Hey, yeah, so when all the other kids are playing around, playing soccer, they're selling the soccer balls, <laughs> selling the water. <laughs> you know, funny enough, even sometimes when they play games at home, they become they they, they become business women in the house and negotiating and taking calls for the client for, for, from clients. <laughs> you know, just tell me something. This is one thing that I've always wanted to pose to a parent. You know this game. Um, I don't want to name the brand because you know of brand issues. Mm-hmm. That game where you. That you play, you buy houses and all that stuff. Mono. Do you think that it no, helps? But, but there's nothing. It, it, no, there is because we're endorsing the brand. <laughs> they're not paying us. No, they're not. Okay. They're not yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's hear about the game. Uh, unless it was Baba Shabala Nopoli. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the the game that you that that you're talking about. I mean, I've been playing that game from childhood. Is, is it Monopoly? I don't know, is it? <laughs> nah, it is. I mean, do you think that is the, is is that one of the things practical games that have helped her we, groom herself? We play that as well at home, and one there's one that is very popular now called Cash Flow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know it. Which one is that one? Uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Oh, yes, it's one of those that you know you learn to build assets. Oh, moving wow. from the red race and going into passive income. So which is something that you can imagine if they understand that concept now, what will they be in the future? So for me, it's, it's actually trying to simplify games like that to make it more understandable. But besides that, I just want to share, share a story uh, with you. Yeah. As a 
at the age of eight, I was growing up in the in Lesotho in the rural village, and my father used to sell t- uh, to bring tea home, mm-hmm. and we had to distribute. I mean, it was a privilege to have tea at at, at home, so we had a lot of it, and I had to sell it, and I. I realized only today that I actually had that ability to influence at a very young age because I couldn't distribute as much as possible and get so much money. I started having agents who come and get tea from me, oh, wow. distribute for me, and then I give them a spoon of of coffee so that they can go drink at home. Now, I had a pipeline of people waiting to be appointed as agent to just distribute oh, tea wow. so that they can just have tea. And now, while they're selling, I'm playing. Then they come bring the money and then I go home. So, I realized that this thing, if you start from young, you are able to use the same principles in your business and that's how expansion, uh, scalability and business growth also comes from. So maybe um, um, coming back to you, Fazlin, um I think you know what we, we we're finishing with the moms, ne? So that they move and it becomes yes. our show. Yes, no, definitely we can't wait. Fazlin, tell me though, what, what's the important uh, what's the importance of cultivating entrepreneurship from an early age? We are in an in a world where the job market is. Does it, there's more supply, more demand than supply. Okay. Um, we call the young people on our program opportunity makers, hashtag opportunity makers. Nice. Because they don't want to enter into an opportunity. They want to create an opportunity. Mm-hmm. They want to create new opportunities. They want to create a, a demand for something that a year ago we didn't know about, let alone need. That's the reason why we get involved. That's the reason why we want to cultivate the, the, Thinking the appetite, the hunger for entrepreneurship in the country, but mm-hmm. also in the world. We want um, rock stars um, to start thinking entrepreneurial so that they have sustainable businesses. We want school, school learners who are orphaned to start thinking entrepreneurial so that their child-headed households have income that they are generating. Hmm. That we want them to be the next employer hmm. of other opportunity makers. So we want to turn the, the business world on its head. Hmm. We want... Um, employers to look different in the next five years than what they look today. We want employees to almost be non-existent because we only have opportunity makers creating opportunities everywhere we go. That's that's essentially why why we do it. We obviously um, need to find our niches in various places. So speaking about Monopoly, for example, we have a program called More Than Money, which runs on the same principles as Monopoly. So from that um, more than money. More than money. Okay. Um, so we te- we have a board game and we're teaching them real life um, strategic decisions around business using the board game. Mm-hmm. Then we have the enterprise program that uses a more sophisticated board game. Um, and then at that at that stage of grade ten to eleven, we're instilling the the principles of how do I decide on product costing? Um, How do I decide on what my product should be and how I'm going to market that Mm -hmm. product based on market research? And then I graduate from that and I go on to an out-of-school program where I run and I attend an academy uh, incubator type program where I'm now in implementing everything that I've learned throughout my JA um, journey and I'm Starting to realize how and who I need to have in my business to help me grow that. So now tell me, I mean, so now the 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 type of game that you have is that what's open to the public or is it only for your beneficiaries? 
open to the public as long as you come through our program. So yes, open to our beneficiaries. <laughs> we are <laughs> very strategic speaker. <laughs> no, one, no, no wonder she's had a communication. Indeed. <laughs> so I, it would be remiss of me to not say that our programs are made possible through generous funding from various organizations um, in the world and in South Africa. So they donate their CSI funding or um, enterprise development funding to us to make these programs possible to our learners. Mm -hmm. But access to that is really um, through our programs. And, and typically in township environments and rural environments. Yeah. So are you doing for the rural um, kids as well? Rural Mdansani gets the same kind of treatment as Macaulay House or Sandton View High School. Wow. Um, they get the same entrepreneurial skills training opportunities. Mm-hmm. No, no, not a problem. I mean, Bulelani, I mean, I started business um, from an early age. Um, I think I was 16 um, when I started business in high school selling sweets and cakes. How, what age were you? T- how what age did you start? Well, I think we're in the similar industry because I was selling sweets and maguinha, yeah. so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Man. I mean, and and, I mean, and uh, yeah, I mean, what 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 you're saying without deserving, but well, you see, with me, it's something that I didn't have a choice because I was okay. raised by a grandfather. Um, I mean, who was selling cold drinks and sweets at home and cigarettes, so I was forced to sell for us to be able to eat. So it was one of those things that I didn't have a choice. So obviously now going to school, it's something that I had to make a plan for me to be able to survive, at least have Guadagnana there and like a break running home to go eat pop, eh? Hmm. No, man, I think, I mean, with the background, similar, very similar. The only difference is I'm not light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> so it tells who was working in the sun a lot. But I mean, um, definitely. And I mean, one of the things I'm tweeting out now is, you know, just to groom. By the time she's 18, mm. Joe. Yeah, she. I mean, by the time she's twenty-five, man, mm. with the skills, no, I, I'm just in awe. I'm in awe. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you are allowed to join in on the discussion, and you get the opportunity to as well speak to some of these entrepreneurs. Our studio line is zero eight six one triple five one eight nine zero eight six one triple five one eight nine. We can tweet us as well. We'll definitely retweet or reply to your tweet. We are at Cliff Central Com uh, on Facebook. It's Cliff Central WeChat as well. It's Cliff Central. And um, definitely, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Dabohoma40, at Dabohoma40 on Instagram as well. Definitely, after this, you're going to get an opportunity to be hearing from these entrepreneurs. We cannot be speaking about them as if they're not in studio when we definitely have them here. We'll be back right after this. This is CliffCentral.com. If you've just tuned in, to, you're listening to Cliff's uh, 360 Biz right here on Cliff Central. My name is Dabohoma40. If you've just joined in on the show, you've missed out on an exciting show where we're talking cultivating entrepreneurship uh, from an early age. And we've heard from a mom, Puseletsu Madimahole, who has been encouraging her kids um, to start or get into the business space. And we have the young people. In fact, one of the daughters here and the other one couldn't come because uh, of school project. And Naz uh, and Fazlin um, from JASA Junior Achiever South Africa, who as well has came with one of their success stories, um, who's a young lady um, doing business. And more than anything, I was actually excited uh, to be speaking to them. They tell us, or well, what is it that they're doing with other kids? Um, you know what, are playing with dolls and, and you know, and stuff. But maybe let me take this opportunity um, to actually welcome them. Um, Tandalutla, how are you, ma'am? Fine, thanks to yourself. No, good, thanks. You're looking amazing, by the way. Thank you. I love you from school. 
Yes. Oh, okay. So um, maybe say start by saying hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do, which school you come from as well. Uh, hi there. Um, I come from Santa View School. Um, what, what school? Santa View Combined School. Oh, okay. School. Yeah. Um, basically, I am one of the learners who did Jun- uh, Junior Achievement South Africa program, mm-hmm. uh, the MEP program. Um, I was general manager for 15 weeks. And I also General manager for 15 weeks. <laughs> you were what? General manager for 15 weeks. Okay, continue. Weeks. <laughs> okay. And I also <laughs> later did um, two of their competitions, uh, Junior Innovator South Africa and the HP Social Innovation Relay. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, all I can say is Junior Achievement rocks. Mm. But right now, today it's about you. Yes. We want to know you, you know, and, and maybe tell us about what business are you in. Um and you know what is it that you do into as far as business is concerned? Oh well, um, I'm currently in matric, so finding time for business is kind of hectic. Okay, but all I can say for now is I am working on something with two of my friends mm-hmm. called Autumn. Uh, we called it Autumn because a new leaf, a new turret, something mm-hmm. new, something different from the ordinary. Okay, so then you spoke about being a general manager for 15 weeks. You know those words about general managers. I started experiencing those words when I mean I was employed. You know, I mean she's telling me I've been a general manager for 15 weeks. Like, okay, what were you doing as a general manager? Oh, uh, general manager. Basically, I oversee everything that happens within the company. Okay, we call ourselves the market chewers. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm listening. So basically, I was called Maka Mama because I was the leader. Um, all I had to do was oversee everything that goes on, make sure all files are updated, accounting is on point, mm. um, stock control. I was there ordering, delivering, salesperson. Like I had to train people, had to you know give them some oomph. Give, let's teach them how to persuade, how to sell the product. So you were like me, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, ladies and gentlemen, we, we've got another entrepreneur in studio, Letabo Madimakolo, who's nine years of age. Letabo, how are you? I'm fine. Good, thanks. Are you well? Yes. Do you want to say hi to people listening to you at home? Okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Letabo, tell me. Uh, you're running a company called K- KL Jewelry. Yes. And you started off the business by selling uh, bands at school. How old were you? Um, I don't, I'm not sure. You're not sure how old you were? Yeah. Okay. But now, when you started selling bands, who got you to sell bands at school? No one. I just wanted to do it. You just wanted to do it? Yes. Wow. Where do you go to school? Waterkloof Primary School. Waterkloof Primary School. Do you want to say hi to the kids, other kids from Waterkloof Primary School? Okay. Hi. <laughs> I love it. She just goes, hi. So then tell me, I mean, now your business has grown. I mean, um, from the bands that you used to sell, add two rents to five rents. I mean, um, you would averagely make about 300 rents per week. That's a lot of money, don't you think? 300 rents at your age. Mm-hmm. What were you doing with that money? No, I bought myself a bicycle. You bought yourself a bicycle. What else? And tablet. A ta- you bought a tablet with the business money? Yeah. Wow. What? Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and tell me, what do you do in the business? And, um, and what Gemo does? Okay. 
Gemma is the bank person. Like she figures out the money. Okay, so she's like the CFO, so the accountant yeah. of the business. Okay, and you? I make the beats. Hmm. Wow. Yes. Okay, so now I mean, um, tell, come in, tell me about, uh, tell me more about that beats. Because I mean, I was reading somewhere very interesting that you now have moved from selling bands at school, and um, you now you know running a jewelry company. You make beats, mm-hmm. um, and you know from making five hundred to three hundred a week. I mean, now you're selling, uh, you know, your necklaces and your beads from hundred rands to mm-hmm. five hundred rands a piece. You know, and I mean, right now you're making about five to ten thousand rands a month at nine years old. Do you know how old I was when I started seeing ten thousand rand? No, I was very old. You know, I was very old, and you, you, you're quite inspiration. Tell us about some of the beats that you do. What do you do actually? I, I actually do like some long beats. Mm-hmm. Are the, is it the ones that you like you put on the neck, the one you're wearing? Yes. Oh, okay. And others? But they're longer than long. Yeah. Why they're longer than long? No. Um, it's just that we make it long mm-hmm. so that you can also wrap it two, two times or three times around your neck. Wow. And how much do you sell that for? Um, if 500... Mhm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And who does the selling? Camo sells them. Oh, so you make them, Camo sells them? Yeah. Where does Camo sell these beads? Home. Oh, is it? Yeah. So then, I mean, I was, I saw you guys on Facebook. You're marketing these things on Facebook. Yes. Wow. So who takes the pictures? Mommy. Mommy takes the pictures? Yes. And he, he puts the, he uploads them for you? Yes. Wow. Hmm. No, no. So what what are what are your plans for this year? I mean, I see you came with a doll that you wearing. You know some of these beads that you have here in studio. I mean, old people wear these beads. I've seen ladies come into offices and boardroom wearing these beads. Mm-hmm. Have you seen some of them wearing these on TV? No. Yeah, they actually wear them on TV. I've only seen mommy wear them on TV. You only seen mommy wear them on TV. Yes. Wow. So mommy, you actually wearing stock. Did you buy did mommy Okay, does mommy buy or does mommy take stock? She buys them. Really? Yes. She buys them. Mm-hmm. Then we make them. Okay. Then she takes them to work to show the other people. Mm-hmm. And then if they want, they come. Mm-hmm. Or they can go to our Facebook page and then see what we make. As a, tell people, what is your Facebook page? Why do Fresleyn come closer? Mm-hmm. What, what what is your Facebook page? Our Facebook page is KL Jewelry. KL Jewelry, okay. So you're only on Facebook. Are you on Twitter as well? No. You're not on Twitter, but I found you on Twitter. Oh. Yes. I never knew that. So so as a businesswoman, you don't know that you're on Twitter. Yes. Is it? So now, are you planning to pursue business until you you finish school? Yes, I think so, yes. Is it? So, but now, I mean, you're busy making this money and you're busy um, banking this money, Gemma banks this money, and you're busy making bids. So, obviously, one way or the other, this money keeps on com- uh, piling up. Are you spending the money somewhere? No, we put it in our bank account. You've got a bank account? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow, okay. And what what are you planning to do with that money? 
Um, uh, for me, I want to buy a hamster. Wow, really? Yes. Okay, and is that now gonna um, be part of the business, or is that your own personal? My own. And for part of the business, I would like to buy more beads to make more mm-hmm. jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, Tandul, aye. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you're in metric this year What do you want to do next year? Um, I would like to do either architecture or civil engineering Okay And then after that I actually want to go back to varsity And then I want to do a Bachelor of Commerce in Business Science Okay Why architecture and um, you know um, first And then go back to school to go do Bachelor of Business Science? Well growing up I've always been very science orientated So that's where the love of science came from mm-hmm. But then I also don't like following rules so architecture and civil engineering sort of allow me to combine my creativity with physics because mm-hmm. then I get to be creative about how I'm going to design the building, the shape, the structure, the mm. colors. And that's why I want to do architecture. And then business was actually sparked by the JA program. Mm-hmm. So I actually fell in love with business through JASA. Okay. And after that, I just decided I wouldn't take this further. I would want to study full on. And after I completed that, then I would like to start my own architecting firm. Okay. So now I thought you say you'd want to go to school, then come back and work for me, because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then from there, go back to school. But I mean, if ever there's an opportunity for you to go to school, I mean, do do that. Um, definitely. I mean, we need young people um, that have um, a lot of creativity. But I could imagine, Feslin, um, doing the work that you do, it must be priceless. Because um, I'm thinking, sitting on the other side of the mic, and um, I think this is one of the things that I love what I do. Because um, obviously, where else can you showcase you know, such opportunities, such young people that are doing amazing things? And obviously, there's parents that are listening out there that they don't know that, you know what, their kids can actually um, you know, benefit um, from, from doing or encouraging their kids to pursue um, entrepreneurship as a career choice. But I could imagine... As a person that not only now that you you are employed, but you are a failed businessman, woman, you know, and and right now you've taken the failure, you've transformed it, um, you know, to to be making a difference in other people's lives. But how how do you feel when you're hearing such young people, um, I mean, speak about such things and doing amazing things? It makes me absolutely proud. It makes me feel like there's a reason why people fail. Mm. There's a reason why. The NGO sector is so important in the country and together the failure and the celebration of failure plus mm-hmm. the ability to, to, to reach at the absolute ground level. So I make the example of Mdansani Eastern Cape. Mm-hmm. Rural in, in, you can't even tweet from that environment. But teaching these learners that you can become an entrepreneur. You will fail because it's part of the journey, but you will learn from the failure. And then see them enter a competition like what Tantalusle alluded to earlier on, where they come up with the most innovative ideas, um, chalkboards that clean themselves and are picked up by real business afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see not all of them become entrepreneurs. Let's also be honest. They become entrepreneurs in environments where they work, as I do, um, as an employee. But the entrepreneurial skills, the entrepreneurial flair is installed in them forever. They can't 
undo what they've learned. They can't unlearn the passion and the, the inspiration. That is very true. So it makes us really proud that in partnership with our funders, in partnership with our board, in partnership with our alumni and our amazing facilitators who go into the classrooms and do what, what it is that we set out to do, that people like Tandro Luthle and the 400 odd thousand in the country mm. are able to Create an opportunity, as you say, opportunity makers, opportunity makers, opportunity makers, mm. um, and create the next level of um, innovation, the next level of in influence, really, mm. in the country and in the world. Mm. So it makes me really proud. Yeah, let me let me let me bring this home, Bulelani. Me and you, um, not only that we we're businessmen, but we're passionate about making a difference in people's lives. And I'm, I know for a fact that we go to schools and we do all of these things. We get invited. Sometimes we even host our own events in terms of inspiring. To, but now, I mean, it actually raises, um, um, I'm actually challenged uh, by today's show to say, what are we doing for young people? I mean, not youth, but I mean, teenagers, um, people under age, you know, to actually encourage the, um, the entrepreneurship space. Because for me, I mean, entrepreneurship is my life. Um, it's a career choice. It's not something that um, I stumbled into or something that I decided to pursue because something failed. Mm. I think I'm, I'm so inspired. I've been sitting here the whole entire time just um, watching this whole entire thing. And I think that, you know, like Debucha said, entrepreneurship, I mean, even for me, was something that was ingrained, something that was built in from a very, very young age. But, I mean, I didn't know it as entrepreneurship then. So, I mean, to see you guys actively developing and, and, and I mean, uh, grooming these young ladies that are in studio, I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to go back home and actually focus more on my nieces and nephews? Because I never, I kind of thought that I'll groom them at some point, but I wasn't really so active in mm. that particular regard. Mm. But, I mean, we've got initiatives where we develop entrepreneurs in the township and all that stuff. But, I mean, just seeing this actively, the development and the grooming of these young people is amazing and it's phenomenal in a huge, huge, huge way. Believe me. Wow. So, I mean, I'm hugely impressed at yeah. the work that Umama is doing as a parent, just taking her experiences and sharing them and relaying them to her daughter so that she's able to live a much better life. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's true. But I think, you know what, um, there's still more that can be done, though, to, to, to encourage um, young people, to encourage kids. That's um, true. That that you know, I should go into entrepreneurship. Um, Tando Gut, are there other kids at your school that are into business or pursuing small puzzles, selling sweets or whatever? Yes, in fact, they are. Um, I know of a group of boys that actually started. They actually do soccer balls and sandals now. So those are the groups. Um, also, um, it actually encouraged us to do better in business. I know that. The time we did it, it was second term. The third term, everybody got a distinction in business um, studies in my class. Mm -hmm. So basically everyone improved. And after the competition, people's presentation skills were on point. Like we have a team of the best presenters in Sands and View. So after JASA, everything changed. I was in and out of competitions, anything to do with business. As long as there's an opportunity, I'm there. Mm. But now what, what is business to you though? For me, business is about more than just making money. It's about mm. being innovative. Okay, please say that again. <laughs> say that again. It's about more than making money. Okay. It's about being innovative, about expressing yourself in a way that other people would actually buy into it. I mean, it's like selling ice to Eskimos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's all about persuasion, confidence, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Channeling your energy into something that's actually profitable, like something that's good. Yeah. No, I mean, what, 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 what you're saying, I mean, um, I actually as well um, have a university student um, in, in, in the house, um, you know, and not only that, that you, <laughs> you, you, you're studying, um, I mean, um, arts, and 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 uh, the creative art. Maybe say hi to to our listeners first. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Um, hi everyone. My name is Ndando Spisi. I'm studying television production mm-hmm. it's at the Academy of Television and Screen Arts. Yeah. Yes. So so Ndando, tell me. Um, I mean, you you in varsity now? Uh, first year, second year? First year. First year. So you just got back from high school. Just. Fresh from high school. Just fresh from high school. Then tell me, Tando. I mean, um, and Tando. So now, being have, have coming out of high school now. I mean, um, I know um, she's still in primary. She's in metric, and now you one step higher. Um, do you have a lot of kids pursuing entrepreneurship at school? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's it's what's needed right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone is seeing that we need to become entrepreneurs. Um, we need to move forward in that way, so it's it's definitely happening. Isn't yeah. So then, are you considering going into business? Definitely, that's the main goal. It's where I'm headed. Uh, what business do you want to have? I want to start a productions company, mm-hmm. hopefully all female. Um, wow. Okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the in the company, eventually I want to do events as well, mm-hmm. but mostly all females, and I want to take care of young people too mm-hmm. and empower them be it giving them jobs or offering bursaries or mm-hmm. whatever but I want to touch people's lives in that perspective yeah, definitely and by the way you've been doing amazing work um, tweeting um, I mean for us uh, on the show <laughs> <laughs> so but I mean how, how has your experience been though um, I mean, you you tweeted for us last week, and today you assisted with the show, and you see young people doing amazing things. I mean, how how does that make you feel? It makes me feel very great. Um, it's it's very inspiring mm-hmm. to know that it's never too early to stand up and do something. No, it's never. Um, I feel like our parents started a little late, mm-hmm. but we have the upper hand now, and. It's something that we can teach people that come after us in the generation that it's never too early to start something. Just stand up and do what you're passionate about. No, definitely. So there's someone listening out there. We're actually coming to the end of the show. Um, do you want to encourage someone that is listening out there, whether young men, whether young women? Um, if ever, I mean, you obviously they're listening to you. What would you say to them? Definitely push your, your dream. Go for what you want. Um don't be succumbed to anything. If you're not getting support at home or whatever, just push your dream and work hard, put in the extra hours, the extra effort, and eventually you'll you'll get it right. And once you're at the top, help anyone else that wants to get to the top. Don't be selfish with your success. Wow. No, no, that's beautiful. Um, that was Untado. Tadolote, um, there's people your age, people from your school listening. And there's others that want to be you one day. They want to be general managers. They want to be studying this and that and actually be pursuing a couple of um, different things across business in a different space. What would you say to that person that's listening today? Just work hard. Uh, there's nothing that can like replace hard work. Also, just anything that's difficult. 
a hard situation, rather use that to motivate you to become better than what you were yesterday. I mean, you're not in competition with others. It's all about you. So don't look at your neighbor and think they're better than me. Rather think about how you can make yourself a better person. Also, um, even if you're not business orientated, it's never too late to learn. You can still learn. There's a chance. Wow. They can still learn. There's a chance. Netabo? I would like to say believe in yourself. Always take care. And God loves you. Ah, uh, you know what? I know you. Ju- you, ju- you just took it home. They tell me you want you want me to cry. No. You know it's not nice when all people cry. <laughs> yeah, Fazlin. Um, so for people that that are listening that want to get involved, um, with the initiatives that you're doing, how how do they get hold of you and how do they get involved? So there are various opportunities. Um, please get involved as an funder, if you're an organization, if you work in CSI or enterprise development, we always have places to spend your money um, sustainably and with proven impact. Um, If you are a dynamic, excitable, um, enthusiastic person, there's always an opportunity for you as a facilitator on our programs. Effervescence is key because that's what we teach in our programs, effervescent dynamic programs. Um, and if you want to volunteer at our program, so we have a lot of programs or opportunities where um, business people come in and they teach our young entrepreneurs real-time um, challenges. So they have the, the experience from a kind of learned, per- somebody who's been through the process for really long. Um, you can get a hold of us on our website, which is jasa, J-A-S-A, dot org, dot Z-A. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are JA South Africa. We used to be called Junior Achievement. There is nothing junior about what we do, except mm. for the age of our learners. So we've abandoned the junior label. We go as JA South Africa, okay. um, and all of our social media is JA South Africa. JA South so Africa. So reach us. Okay. Reach us. So then from the, there's somebody that is, that is listening um, out there and, and um, a young person. Um, whether being from the rural area, whether being from the township or anything of that sort. And obviously they've heard young people speak um, and um, the difference that they're making in their own lives. Um, if ever you were to encourage that young person that is listening to them, what would you say to them? Don't give up. Um, there are a number of out-of-work, out-of-school young people who think that that's the end of the road for them. Find us. We will Go into your community, find a critical mass of young people like yourself, whether you're in school or out of school. Um, we will find a critical mass and offer that program. Our funders make it possible for us to go just about anywhere to offer the program. The program is not a means to an end. It's really the the entry point to the platform of your future, your your greatest life. So reach out to us, tell us where you are, what it is you're interested in, um, what your future aspirations are, and together we can make it happen. We've been known to be quite responsive um, to needs in communities, and we're, we're really uh, dependent on people who reach out to us. Mm. Okay. My friend, um, yeah, no, we've come to the end of our show. So, but um, I want you to speak to young people um, that are listening out there um, that are afraid of getting into this entrepreneurship space of ours. Um, they're afraid of being broke. They're afraid of getting doors shut at, you know, and a lot of other things. Um, what would you say to those people that are listening today? I would like to actually start with the parents because I am a parent. Yes. I want to say to them, um, 
let's identify the gifts and the talents that our children have and let's embrace them and help them not to discourage them because we didn't manage to or to go or we didn't go into entrepreneurship but let's help them groom those talents because at the end of the day it's through those talents that defines what they will become tomorrow many parents uh, so they identify this from a very young age but they might not know how to groom that that is why there are organizations out there that are helping parents to mentor their children and be able to unleash to help them unleash those potential mm. to become better people i mean the beyonces of tomorrow they you know they were groomed to be who they are today. Yes, so it's only because a parent identified and knew how, what their children are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the young kids, I mean, I'm not just a mother and a, a mentor to my children. I also work as a program manager of the organization called the Hope Factory, which is an enterprise development. Yes, yes the when, when, are we, when are we bringing you guys in? We need we need to bring you guys in. We have to and share some of the opportunities that you guys have. As oh, well. No, most definitely, we are ready. I mean, we that's what we do. We uh, take in entrepreneurs that are making great things out mm. there, and we groom them and develop their skills, both personal and business development. Mm. So we are very much passionate about entrepreneurship in South Africa, especially black-owned businesses, because we add, we know that. We lack resources from where we come from, and it's time that we start linking the market, identifying uh, opportunities, and also giving them access to opportunities mm-hmm. out there globally. Okay. Then website address for people that want to know about um, what you do? It's uh, www.thehopefactory.co.za. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all that we had for you today. On 360Biz, thank you for tuning in. Definitely go to the podcast, encourage other young kids um, to listen. If ever you've got a niece, you've got a child from next door, I mean, you know what, to get them to listen, um, I mean, to the show, to young people that are doing amazing things. And if you are out there as a young person, you are braver than you you think. And, I mean, you are stronger than you could ever imagine. You are smarter than you think. And more than anything, you are loved more than you know. This is an opportunity for you to stand up and do something with your life and definitely change that situation. This is all that we had for you today on 360Biz. My name is Debo Homer 40. Catch us again next time right here on Cliff Central on 360Biz. I'm out. This is cliffcentral.com.